Quite. I'll be talking about more than just the Benjamins. Welcome to Fintech Beat, where the intersection of finance, technology, and policy come together. From the heart of CQ Roll Call's headquarters in Washington, D.C., I'm your host, Chris Brummer, and welcome to a special episode of Fintech Beat, where the future of finance is now. Numbers move on a Times Square skyscraper. Bitcoin, forget green paper. Swallow that like a lifesaver. Skip town. See you later, any bandit. So if you're a regular listener, you know that music is an integral part of our podcast. So a few weeks ago, we put out a call on social media asking for your thoughts on what should be included in our FinTech Beat playlist and on the program. And we got a lot of great responses and noticed that many of those responses dealt with hip hop. So before we get to the results, we wanted to flip the script a little bit and delve into a topic I've been wondering a lot about recently, which is, why is it that so many rappers are so interested in cryptocurrencies? I mean, you hear references about Bitcoin and lyrics, you see fintech-related business ventures. What's going on? So to get to the bottom of it, we have Greg Schoenberg, the founding editor of The Financial Revolutionist, who's written a lot about the phenomenon and what's happening in today's hip-hop culture, and of course, fintech. Greg, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. So I guess the first question is, what's the connection between hip-hop and crypto? Uh, Rappers are not just referencing the Benjamins, but also Bitcoin. Is it all a coincidence? So I I think a good place to start um, is to look back to the sort of original white paper uh, issued by Satoshi. for rappers, of course, a, a lack of trust in law enforcement and you know the government's ability to treat people fairly uh, is in the inner cities anyway is is a big theme. And I think similarly, many of the sort of early and present crypto enthusiasts were people who mistrusted the system and especially central bankers who basically acted like the world's money police. So I I think it starts with that sort of core uh, commonality. And in in, in the case of crypto, you know, that was sort of married, this mistrust of authority was married with an economic proposition uh, to essentially, you know, get a fast track into the VIP suite of life. Uh, And when you, uh, you know, you reference some songs and the like, um, you you look at a lot of the the lyrics and 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 the, the videos and and others from from many of, of the leading hip hop artists, and this theme of you know moving up in society quickly, uh, not by steadily investing in low cost ETFs, but by sort of you know grabbing the bulls by the horn, uh, is is a constant theme. So. Um, I think there is a connection there, and and the reality is, as, as you well know, um, for several years, and and to some extent, it's still true today. Uh, crypto um, was able to ultimately deliver that win-win um, to be able to flip the bird to authority and still get rich and be able to afford a Lambo. Um, so there, there, there is a there is a natural connection there, right? So it's it's it's, it's like you know t- it offered the 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 opportunity to to get rich or die trying to uh, <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> to to quote a, exactly. a modern or a postmodern philosopher, as you said, you know, hip hop is about success, right? It's about making it and and living large and 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 the signs of success, as well as sort of this this alternative um, uh, conversation uh, about a distrust of the system, of of the government, of of society, and particularly those in authority. And I never really thought about it that way. So you're you're sort of saying that that the that the references to in particular to, to crypto is as much about the, the trappings of success and making it right as it is a kind of distrust of of government and 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 governmental authority. I think that's well said. And um, you know, in the in the early, particularly in the early days of crypto, it, it, it's still true today to some extent. Um, this idea that monetary authorities are here to protect uh, entrenched incumbents, big banks, others who have benefited by the status quo. Um, it may not be the same as what you know fans of hip hop uh, think about when they, when they think about the status quo, but I think there is a parallel there. It rhymes. And for that reason, uh, I think there was sort of this natural connection, even from the early days. So, so another interesting sort of thing that I've I've been noticing, and I know that you've written a little bit about, is that they're just not talking it, right? I mean, they're they're kind of walking the walk. Where you're seeing some rappers who are not just dropping it in their lyrics, but you know, they're they're getting involved in crypto and even larger sort of fintech, financial technology kinds of transactions. Um, what have you seen, and what do you think? Uh, is the driver where where really reality is sort of catching up with the lyrics, and it's not just a a, a kind of performative work. You know, look, I th I think there are a couple of aspects to that question. Uh, when you talked about the crypto community, I think one of the great things about that sort of broader community is that while you know you certainly have your your Bitcoin tribe and your Ethereum tribe and and all that. It's always felt to me like um, the crypto world has a greater sense of openness to it than other tech verticals, right? Um, maybe a bit more colorblind, maybe a little bit more class blind than, than other sectors. Uh, and I think, you know, when you look at sort of the clubbiness of Silicon Valley, for example, um, it really sort of speaks to this idea that crypto is much more, you know, dispersed and open than other tech verticals. So I, I think that there is a natural connection there. Um, but, you know, it's also true, though, that it, it isn't just in the crypto world. I mean, um, you know, you take a company like Klarna, which is, uh, I think, now considered to be the biggest uh, fintech company in Europe, XUK, uh, and it's a payments company. And uh, Snoop became an investor last year. And actually, Snoop and Klarna have done um, some promotional videos together. Uh, so yes, it is. It is not just crypto. Nas, I know, has been um, you know backer of, of several apps and the like. Um, all of these, I think, fintech uh, you know themes beyond crypto sort of tie back to this idea of the democratization of finance and not having to rely on you know the old-fashioned bank or credit card company, though. So. You know, th there is, I think, um, you know, crypto might be the ground zero, but from crypto, other fintech verticals are now uh, receiving the attention of, of a lot of hip hop types. 
Well, you know, thank you so much. I mean, I, I think uh, this has been a really interesting conversation because, again, we're talking about popular culture, but we're also talking about larger conversations of financial inclusion, uh, racial equality. You're talking about globalization of finance, and it's all coming uh, in the shape of these bite-sized, easily digestible, uh, and often very catch catchy lyrics. Uh, that people are listening to all over the world and are really driving a lot of the uh, interest and in, in the art uh, from a lot of millennials. So uh, this is really something that's, that's quite fascinating. And thanks for taking the time to join us. My pleasure, Chris. Now, as promised, we want to do a couple of different things this week. And one of which was to create our own playlist focused on the songs that you thought to be most tied to fintech. And after careful, studious analysis, we've got a list of the five most popular suggestions. Drum roll, please, for number five. The Notorious B.I.G.'s Mo' Money, Mo' Problems. Suggested by a number of folks, but I'll give a shout out to Jared Anderson, senior counsel at Wells Fargo, who was first to suggest it. I think that especially after last week's podcast on central bank digital currencies, however, I think that perhaps the better title for our purposes is Mo Moneys. Get it? Get it? Mo Problems. But I'd like to add that although obviously this is a great song, I think that Biggie's Juicy would have been relevant as well. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Okay, at number four, we have, and this was really popular. Drum roll, please. Money by Pink Floyd. Right, heralded by Dr. Ariel Meyerstein and the IMF Sonia Davidovich, who was coincidentally one of last week's podcast interviewees. What can I say? Great minds are apparently thinking alike. At number three, we have Money, Money, Money by ABBA. Suggested by, among others, Shannon Tagwa Mercer, an associate over at Skadden Arps, as well as a number of people here at Fintech Beat, including our executive producer. But as I told everyone, I kind of liked Money, 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 Money from the OJs a bit better. At number two, we have, drumroll please. The Wall Street Shuffle. Do the Wall Street Shuffle. The money Watch the and it was strongly pushed by many of our academic listeners, including Hong Kong University's Gary Medgett, uh, Georgetown's Jim Feinerman, and the IMF's Christopher Calford. Uh, I'd like to say that obviously many of our uh, folks who are into decentralized currencies may have something to say about that one. And at number one, we have 
Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Okay, cash rules everything around me. Which I preemptively kicked off and I proclaim autocratically that it'd be there and included at number one, so there. But I can think of few better songs, except obviously for the fact that cash obviously does not rule everything around us here over at Fintech Beat. So on top of that, you know, we did get, again, a lot of different suggestions. And so we have a number of honorable mentions. First, to at Milti Vervinio 2. I just love this. Uh, the suggestion is The Block is Hot from Lil Wayne. And I got to say, blockchain, block, it's definitely hot. Another great suggestion on Twitter from at Andrea Tosato. Uh, besides, of course, Pink Floyd's money, uh, there was a suggestion of Funky Dollar Bill from Parliament. And also, from the Clovers, your cash ain't nothing but trash. Your cash ain't nothing but trash. Your cash ain't nothing but trash. And then finally, a suggestion also from uh, Tosato being Depeche Mode, everything counts. Everything counts in large amounts. Uh, from the senior attorneys over at the Fed, uh, Trevor Feigelson, we have Bone Thugs in Harmony, Paper. There's this a really, you know, an interesting theme here. From cash, cash is trash, now paper. There's clearly a lot of interest here. Um, Sabrina Conyers, a partner over at Nelson Mullins, Ryle and Scarborough, offered Nas's Hate Me Now. And I'm sure that that was a particularly relevant song back in 2018 and the crash of lots of uh, cryptocurrencies. Then there was a suggestion by Andrew McKnight, a director at Unicredit Bank. Uh, here we have an 80s flashback from Simply Red of Money's Too Tight to Mention. I don't know, we're lowering interest rates. Not sure if that really uh, is the best one for right now, but I thought it was a really good suggestion. Another old school classic served up by Genevieve Walker Lightfoot, Just Got Paid from Johnny Kemp. Just got paid. Uh, Tammy Maloney, the general counsel of uh, the E-Trade Bank, weighed in with three really good examples. The Flying Lizard's rendition of Money, That's What I Want. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want the money. That's what I want. I am also shocked that more people did not make this particular suggestion. Material Girl by Madonna.
and then Once in a Lifetime by The Talking Heads. Finally, uh, there were a couple of folks who uh, were thinking about 50 Cent with I Get Money. Which isn't too surprising, given the guy was able to make all this money, not just in water, but apparently, from what we may hear soon, likes to accept a lot of his money in the form of Bitcoin. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find other episodes of Fintech Beat on iTunes, Spotify, as well as anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And I'm on Twitter, at Chris Brummer, D-R. That's at C-H-R-I-S. B-R-U-M-M-E-R-D-R. If you're curious to hear what our listeners suggested, you can go to Spotify, where we've posted the Fintech Beat playlist. Have a great Labor Day.